This is the 4th and 3 Podcast with your host, Nick Stagger! Welcome back, everyone, to the 4th and 3 Podcast. I'm your host, Nick Stagger. Just kidding. It's AJ. Nick's super sick with COVID. So, today we have a nice little interesting podcast for you. It's just me and Jared. Jared, say hello. Hello. I oh, appreciate it. Uh, obviously, I'm not a, I'm not the host. Nick is. But today, you know, like I said, Nick's sitting at home. He's, you know, enjoying his own time. So the fact that it is championship weekend, we understand you need to get the news, notes, updates of everything that's going on. So we're going to do a quick podcast for you. We're going to start out with some news. Make sure you guys are up to date with what's going on. And then we're going to skip the preview. Mm-hmm. If you're still listening to the podcast, you really don't care or you know what's going on already. Or you're out of the fantasy. That too. Luckily, neither three of us is, so that's a huge bonus. So we're all still thinking about these flexi picks. Yes, of course, a podcast where we talk about football, we're on the championship. Makes sense, right? Weird. Weird. One of us is in the most important one, and I can tell you it's not me. So, meow. Ooh. <laughs> all right. Well, we're going to jump right into some news for you. Like I said, a shortened podcast. We're going to hit up the news for you, and then jump right into fantasy football. It's going to be sick. Miss you, Nick. All right, first thing of the podcast, this one's very unfortunate, so we're going to start out on a somber note. John Madden unfortunately passed away at the age of 85 years old. Initially drafted, Jared, I don't know if you know this, he was drafted by what team? Uh, The Raiders. No, he actually never actually played a snap. He got hurt in training camp. Never played. But who was The team that did draft him? The Philadelphia Eagles. Oh, Wow. Oh, you didn't know that one. I did not know that. So, I mean, take that. Yeah. I'll say an interesting fact. I definitely didn't until I saw the news. Um, But in your honest opinion, on the next cover of Madden, it has to be John Madden, right? Oh, it has to be. It's only only worthy. I mean, it has his name. Might as well have his face. R.I.P. to John. AJ, what was your favorite Madden game? (sighs) Probably. I'm going to say, oh... Was it 04, 06? The, the Vic cover. That was 04. That was 06? That was 04. 04, because 06 was Sean Alexander, right? Yes, and then 07 was Vince Young. Yeah, so the 2004 edition, they came out with the mini games yep. where you could play running back challenges, quarterback challenges, and I ran through those. Oh, yeah. I'll, I always got the gold. You play those? Yeah, I mean, I think that that was my favorite part of the entire game was just getting the gold, gold medals on every one of them. It was just amazing. Yep. Yeah. It made it a lot more fun. Like I said, you can sit there and, and be dominant against live nine-year-olds playing in South America, or you can just, you know, crush the minigames out. Both are very fun. Mm-hmm. Very fun. Also, Jared, on a random... So me and Jared have been playing Fortnite again recently. It was down all day today. Oh, perfect. All day. I did zero work. So I was really hoping that Fortnite was going to be up and available, and it was not. And on top of that, stocks sucked. So red day all around. It happens. It happens. You gotta you gotta yeah. face the good with the bad, my friend. Good with the bad. It can't can't always that be is. good. Just like fantasy, sometimes you lose. And for my instance, I always lose. So there's never any good. But we're here now. Well, maybe not this week. You are playing Steve in our championship game. It should be a fantastic matchup. Steve team is legit. Jared, you're coming out of this out of these semifinals looking really good. So you know what? I tip my hat off to you, sir. Congratulations. Thank you. 
You're welcome. Second piece of news, Dalvin Cook did get activated off of the COVID list. That means he's going to come back for Jared. What game this week? The Green Bay Packers. Oh, it sounds sexy and everyone's very excited for it. I think it's going to be a pivotal piece, but onto other news, Adam Thielen is out for the remainder of the season. Yeah. Do you think it matters? Yeah, I mean, it it matters up to a certain extent, I guess for real. He'll still be there at the game, I'm sure. Oh yeah. Especially this this time of year, you have to. Um, but does it does it make you feel better or worse? Would you rather have no Dalvin Cook or no Adam Thielen um, against the Packers? You know, I guess I'd prefer to have no Adam Thielen just for this same reason because he always gets touchdowns against us for some reason. But it also helps out our secondary so we can kind of clog up the box a little bit better and make Kirk Cousins beat us because it is supposed to be three degrees come Sunday. Mm. And I believe that throwing... Lambeau, correct? Yeah, in Lambeau. Outside, yeah. three degrees, wind chill is supposed to be between negative 10 and negative 20. So throwing that football, it's going to be hard. Catching the football Ooh. is even going to be harder. So they're, what they're going to want to do is run the football. That's fine. Let them run. Let them try to do it. Dalvin Cook, good luck to you. Green Bay's defense is legit this year. It is legit, and I'm very jealous that Razul Douglas, who the Eagles drafted again, Ends up on five different teams this year, goes to the Packers, and just lights out. So you guys do have an eye for talent. I'll give you that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so congrats. In other news, the COVID protocols have changed. This is important. It used to be 10 days if you were an unvaccinated player. The NFL basically said, who cares anymore? Which they should have probably two weeks ago, depending on how you look at it. Um but yeah, if you're unvaccinated, vaccinated, if you get COVID, you have to basically, or if you get a positive test, you have to quarantine for five days, no longer 10. They did just make that change. So in one instance, this could very much help a potential playoff team here in the Indianapolis Colts. Mm-hmm. Carson Wentz announced on Monday that he did end up with COVID. This is his second stint now, but with the change of the rules, as long as he's feeling okay enough for it, he can play on Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um... And yeah, quite amazing. I mean, I, you know, yeah. it's just amazing how the times change. It was 14 days. Now it's 10 days. Now it's five days. Soon enough, it's, it's, soon enough, it's just going to be you got to go take a nap and you can come right back out. Pretty much. I mean, I could have definitely used that with uh, with Austin Eckler last week if that was the case, no but doubt. I did hear him on a podcast and he didn't sound great. So coming to this week, welcome returns. So this actually could help a lot of teams. I'm sure if you didn't make the fantasy playoffs or even the championship you're you're probably pretty ticked about this if you lost due to covid but you know everyone played the same roles so it's your own fault mm-hmm. next want to know who's back at practice Ja? um who lamar jackson oh is back at practice today that's huge they are again in the playoff hunt but he was doing so with a very very noticeable limp so will he be back this week maybe but is it going to be the same legit Lamar Jackson we've seen you know, throughout the regular season and in the past? I don't think so. If he's going to be limited, I think it's going to open it up even more to Mark Andrews and Rashad Bateman. What are your thoughts on that? You think those are, those two are going to be guys that are basically locking low for the for the playoffs? Of course. I mean, you can't, Mark you Andrews, can't not obviously. start your starters, especially when it comes down to the final game. If you're in it, you got to start your starters. There's no second guessing. You've made it here on the back of your team. They fought hard for you. They drank their milk. They ate their Wheaties. They're ready to go. Play them, start them all the way. I do have the Rams winning that game. Um, and I actually have them against the spread because it's only three and a half. And you can throw deep on Baltimore. Baltimore secondary is True. very weak. And OBJ and Cooper Cup will be feasting. Oh, absolutely. I'll say Cooper Cup 
like I said, he basically, there's either one of two players in almost every championship. It's either Jonathan Taylor or Cooper Cup. I can't imagine an instance where you have both of those guys and don't make the championship. Well, not only that. Except for Nick. Yep. Except for Nick. Yep, except for Nick. And in our championship, neither team has either of them. Really? Very true. I suppose, on say, over the last couple of weeks, they have had, I won't say stinkers, because they both definitely had, you know, 100 plus yards. But they're not 100 yards, two touchdowns, a long one. That's important. So, unfortunate for some people, but again, start your starters. This is the week to do so. Cooper Cup looks enticing, to say the least. Mm -hmm. Jimmy G tore his UCL. I don't know what that is or what it stands for, but it's in his thumb. It is. Finished out the rest of that game. We found out just today surgery is not going to be necessary, Mm. which sucks. I want to see Trey Lance. 49ers fans want to see Trey Lance. What does this mean if Jimmy G is willing to play with a torn thumb torn thumb over just Trey Lance starting. What are your thoughts? Uh, You know, I I think they're trying to trade Jimmy G after this. He has the face of a quarterback, and I think he'll have many suitors for next year. Save Trey Lance. You don't want to get him injured at the last game of the last season when your players aren't playing necessarily their best football, or at least they should be, but sometimes in those games. They're They're the sixth seed right now in the NFC. I, I get it. I get it. I would still start Jimmy G. Just hand off the football to Elijah Mitchell. And do the work because who do they play this this week? Houston. Yes, yeah, they do. So I mean, so you know, just should be a cakewalk, but they just kind of trounced the Chargers. Yeah, that was a pretty big upset. It was. I'll say Rex Burkhead. Maybe you got him. Maybe you don't. I'm I'm basically forced to start him this week. So it is what it is. I'm chasing points. I'll very much admit that. But uh, no, this should be a game that between probably Jeff Wilson and. Elijah Mitchell, they have a really big game. So, fingers crossed there, Ja. Fingers crossed for both of us because I have Elijah Mitchell as well. Mm -hmm. Uh, Next piece of news, Aaron Rodgers is not ruling out retirement once again in 2022. Jared, do you want him to stay? Of course I want him to stay. He's one of the most prolific passers. He is the most prolific passer in Green Bay history. Broke that that record last week against Brett Favre. His touchdown to interception ratio is about four to one. So that's really, really good. Brett Favre was like one, two to one. Um, so he's almost double. Yeah, he didn't care. Yeah, he doesn't care. I mean, he, he had the most interceptions ever besides, I believe, uh, Drew Brees broke that record. But but yeah, I mean, of course you want him to stay. And for him to say, well, I'm not ruling it out. Well, dude, you could retire at any point in your career and still have another career outside of football. Like him just saying that, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's the truth. It's like like any any NFL player. Yeah, I could retire next year. Like okay, sounds good. Did you see his? Uh, did you see any of his interview with Pat McAfee today? Uh huh. So basically, he's saying if we can't question the scientists about COVID, then it's just propaganda. But obviously, and then he goes into the the hypotheses of how you know science, basically like the the process of becoming like a scientific theory. Yep. He gets really into it. But so he is very much pro. Joe Rogan, as a, a scientist and a doctor, he still has that random aller- allergy to an MRA, something in the vaccine. So we'll see what ends up from there. I thought it was kind of funny to listen to. So well, you, if you haven't, you, go give it a listen because he sounds very intelligent. Yeah. Well, I mean, it is true. I mean, do you know how uh, scientists uh, figure out things is they question each other. You know, that's how, that's that's how they figure out the world is round. They were like, no, I, yeah, I don't it's think- a peer review process. It is. It, it really is. Yes. And. And j- just like how the 
and I'm, I'm for the vaccines um, just as much as the next guy, but it's just kind of striking how it goes from 14 days down to 10 days down to five days. And now soon enough, it will be one day. And it's, it's just striking. Again, a quick nap. Yep. A quick nap, nap it out. Exactly. Sit, sit by yourself over at lunchtime. That's what it's going to be <laughs> within the next few weeks. Mm. Also a super weird note, um, but there's a, a blind, I don't know, Kalen sent me this link earlier and apparently there's like a blind Nostradamus almost who called out like 9-11 and Brexit and a bunch of other stuff. Well, apparently this year she's calling out another pandemic that's going to stem from Siberia because of climate change. Mm. So jot that down for your 2022 bingo board. Yeah. Well, because that's coming. Yeah. Well, that makes sense. I mean, you know, if you melt ice, there's a bunch of stuff in the permafrost that hasn't been around for a hundred thousand years and it comes out, bites a bear, bear bites you, you, somebody eats the dog and all of a sudden you got a new uh, zombie virus. Yeah. It's called COVID-91 mm-hmm. is what they're going to call it. They're just going to swip it around because now it's dangerous. So yeah, good luck, Planet Earth. Ninety-one D- and Dovic. Yeah, pretty much. And on your last piece of news, even though we just got way off topic, Doug Peterson, old Dougie P, the Eagles Super Bowl winning coach in 2017, is the number one candidate for the Jaguars head coaching job after Urban Meyer completely screwed the pooch, nice. like destroyed himself. So good job, dude, Dougie P. Love to see interviewing elsewhere. Dan Quinn was probably smart and was like, I want, no, I want no part of that. No. Just declined. Yeah, exactly. It's just more years of mediocrity for the Jags. Good job. Yeah. I would say, but he did something with Carson Wentz, at least in his first year. Maybe he can turn it around with Trevor Lawrence because so far that dude looks rough. He does. But again, you're on the Jags. Hmm. You're on the Jags. So that's kind of one to deal with. What do you think, Jerish? We could take a quick break here and then get back and just rip some flexies apart, make sure everyone's prepared for this championship weekend, and then get them out of here quickly. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. All right, we'll be back on fourth and three. Jared, give it to me. On fourth and three. Welcome back to the fourth and three podcast. This is the moment, the opportunity. This is the advice of a lifetime because... We are going into what should be. Again, what should be. If it's not, it's your fault. Championship weekend. Mm. All right? This is the most important flexi segment we will have of all season, except for last week and the week prior, obviously. So, Jared, like we've done recently, I'm going to pick a running back, a wide receiver, and a tight end. You will do the same. Yes. And we're going to run through our list. These are going to be players that can absolutely be played in that flex position. Again, there's injuries. There's a whole bunch of stuff going on. But if you need a flexi, deep flexi, or just this is your guy, who, who are we going with this week? We're going to give you those tips. I will start out, Jared, if that's okay. That's fine. All right, that's fine. He says, I'm going to go running back first to start us out because I love his name. Dare Agumba Wale. His name rhymes. That's sick. Basically, off volume alone. Uh, did you see... James Robinson tears Achilles last week. I did not, but my fantasy my fantasy team did sure sure feel it. Yeah, like it it came out immediately. He basically went down. They're like, "Yep, tore his Achilles." It was a very very quick process. They are playing the New England Patriots, and I get it. You might think, "Oh, the Patriots have a pretty good defense." Their run defense isn't that great. No, it's like it's really not bottom, probably bottom ten in the league. Mm-hmm. 
just based on volume alone, 17 touches last week did end up in the in the end zone, which is important, especially, again, championships trying to win that money, that pride, those bragging rights. Dare Agumbawale could absolutely be a guy in that flexi position, and I would do so with some confidence. Jared, give me a running back. Running back that I actually kind of like this week. Uh, well, I wouldn't necessarily say he's flexy, but he might still be out there on the waiver wire. Daryl Williams. Clyde Edward Hilaire, he might be out this week. And who steps into there? Daryl Williams. I like him a lot. I don't know who else you would really pick up besides him. He's projected for 10 standard points this week. He's going to get the touches. He's going to get the catches. And he's proven himself when the opportunity was there. He absolutely has. I'll say he's a bigger back than CEH. They use him around the goal line. They actually use him more in passing down situations. He's in. He's actually my RB2. Again, that's more due to injuries than anything else, but I love it. My my deepest my, my deepest pick right now that you could definitely get on the waiver wire if you really need to, Kashawn Vaughn. Tampa Bay running back. Leonard Fournette is out. Keyshawn? Keyshawn. Oh, yeah, Kashawn. Keyshawn. Mr. Vaughn himself. Yeah, Not Vince Vaughn, but Keyshawn. Uh, I like him a lot. Touchdown last week, seven touches, 70 yards, and a TD. Bruce Arians likes to give to the hot hand. Vaughn looked good. He looked fast. He looked healthy. They might use him a little bit more on the first and second down plays, especially near the goal line. They play the Jets. They might sit Tom Brady after the half when they're up by 20. I'm kind of liking Mr. Vaughn's. I'll say I feel it. And I'll say Ronald Jones, he is going to steal the show. But Keyshawn busted out a 55-yard touchdown. That's going to earn you some playing time. Coming into this week, I don't disagree with you. I don't. My wide receiver... Scored his first touchdown of the season. What? And the first of his career last week. Who is it? Yeah. And he's going to be my flexi pick. His name is Rashad Bateman. Mm. I had given up hope on this guy just two, three weeks ago. I actually yanked him out of my, like, he was in my lineup all week last week. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to take him out. I'm going to play Craig Reynolds. This is, this is going to be a good idea. It wasn't. <laughs> I still won. So don't get me wrong. My team is serviceable. Uh, but Rashad Bateman... If So if you have to look at this situation, number one, Lamar Jackson, if he is hurt, he's not going to be running around like he was. True. I think that's a huge dub that goes for both Mark Andrews and Rashad Bateman. If he doesn't play, Tyler Huntley should be off the COVID list. You know who he loved when he played? Got Rashad Bateman's first 100-yard game? Yeah. they're wow. That'll work. They're homies. They have that little connection right there. And again, you have Mark Andrews taking a majority of the attention because why? He scored 30-plus fantasy points in the last three games. Mm -hmm. He is their best offensive weapon outside of Lamar Jackson because he hasn't been playing. And that's going to take a huge majority of of just kind of your attention. When that happens, you have to cover over the middle. Rashad Bateman on some corner routes, out routes. I absolutely love the play. I think in a PPR, probably finishes with seven, eight receptions. So depending on what you have, I think he is a plug-and-play player, whether you have Mark Andrews or not, because I have both of them. Yep. I'm starting both. Of course you are. I think he's flexy as heck this week. I mean, you got super flexy. Yeah, you got to flex him for sure. For sure. Gotta. Gotta. My flexy pick of this week is Elijah Moore, the Jets player. I know. Don't pick up a Jets wide receiver. This week it's different. They play Tampa. They're going to be down by a lot. They're at home. And he has, hasn't played in about three weeks. Because of COVID and injuries. Right. He's coming back. Before he left, in a five-week span, he had five touchdowns in over 30 receptions. The guy can ball out. That's good. 48% of leagues have him. You can probably find him right now. 
pick him up. That's my flexi pay of the week, especially if you are in need of a wide receiver and you don't have a player or a really bad matchup that you're not trusting. Trust me, Elijah Moore. Yeah, I dig that. Dude, honestly, a really deep cut. Do you know who I had to play last week in my semifinal? Braxton Berrios. Hmm. Berrios himself. Do you even know who he plays for? He used to play for the Jets. He does still play for the Jets. Oh, nice. I was basically forced to start him because I had no other options. Like I said, I had a debate between Craig Reynolds and Rashad Bateman, which isn't that bad, and I, I just picked poorly. But three receptions, like 57 yards, rushed a kickoff back for a touchdown 103-yard kick return Wow! to give me six points. The dub, we're ready. Championship mode, Braxton Berrios. Appreciate you, boss. Do you know who- All right, my tight end of this week. This one's going to hit home right to the heart, to my soul. Mm. Plays for the Arizona Cardinals. Mm-hmm. Now, Zach Ertz. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. He is He's commanding a decent amount of attention. Kyler Murray likes to go that way. He has no DeAndre Hopkins. Nope. Christian Kirk, A.J. Green, not getting that same feed that I thought they were going to. And he's been looking Zach Ertz's way. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to lie. He's questionable with the hamstring. But with the Eagles, do you know what he always did? Always suited up. For that reason alone, confident that he will play this game. And in a situation where they need to continue to win these games, I think Kyler's going to look his way early and often. Zach Ertz, super flexy tight end. My flexy tight end? It's the touchdown or bust player of the year, Mr. Mo Alley-Cox. Yeah. Yeah, especially if Carson Wentz plays. If Carson Wentz plays, Mo'Ally Cox, I think you could justify him getting a touchdown. Jack Doyle will be out, and I believe Vegas will probably actually play really well in this game. It's going to be closer than the spread is saying at seven points. I bet it's only a four or three point game, which a lot of people are saying, what? Oh, the Colts have a great defense. I know, I know. Vegas just somehow wins these games when they're not supposed to win. Last game of the year, for some reason, he shows up. Mo Alley Cox. I have a feeling, and my feeling is Mo Alley. I like it. I can appreciate that. So that is going to be our flexies of the week. But we can't get you out of here just just yet. No. That was way too fast. Of course not. So what I do have to ask, Jared, you're in a championship. Mm-hmm. Who is your team's MVP of the fantasy season? For the championship team? For the championship team, yeah. I mean, for the championship team, it's really hard. I mean, I got to say it's Justin Jefferson. Obviously, Justin the Jet Jefferson is my MVP. I picked him early. He's having a baller season. He has the most receiving yards ever by a wide receiver in the first two seasons. And this is even before the 17th game. So you know it's legit. Right. I mean, the guy balls out. He's had, in the course of 17 weeks... Four weeks under 10 points. In standard? In standard. That's crazy. That is amazing. Yeah. PPR, bump them up even more. Oh. Yeah, I respect that. I I can't do the same one, but again, the, my championship game, I do have Justin Jefferson, but he's not my MVP. My MVP, because he's basically just balled out the last three weeks to put me in the championship, it's actually Mark Andrews. Talked about him. This dude absolutely lit it up 30 points a game over the past three weeks. There's, I mean, you look at Travis Kelsey, who's just, he's not playing. He's COVID list. But even before that, Mark Andrews actually topped him. And he's played with now three different quarterbacks the last three weeks. Quarterback proof. He's, he, he's got he hands. Lamar Jackson. 
Yeah, he does. 35 points with Lamar, 37 points with Tyler Huntley, and then something like 35, maybe 33 with Josh Johnson. Mm. That is impressive to say the least. And if Lamar can come back, please don't run the ball. Just throw it to Mark Andrews. True that. Anywhere between 9 and 17 times. Yeah. Because it's a half-point PPR, and I'll take all those points. Yeah, and I wanted to bring up a, another special wide receiver flexi for everyone. Please do. It's MVS, Marquez Valdez Scantley. Mm-hmm. You know how many points he got against Minnesota last time they played? 23. He had 123 I'll yards and a, a touchdown. The dude's a yeah, monster. He, he had like a 70-yard touchdown, didn't he? Yeah, well, he was targeted 10 times. He caught it four times and still had 123 yards. I think he might do a similar feat this week, although it is supposed to be very cold. He could have another big touchdown, which could just eval- you know accelerate your team into that winning bracket and win that money that we all want. Now, I wanted to bring this up too, because sometimes your kicker is a pivotal position for you. If you get three points in the championship by your kicker, it's a letdown. You want at least 10 yeah, to 15 points for your kicker in, in the championship. And I got you going kicker flexies. I'm I'm gonna pull out the kicker flexi because I'm really liking Let's this. Let's do it. I'm liking Michael Bagley or Badgley for the Colts. Badgley? Yeah, okay. for the Colts. They're playing Vegas indoors. He's gonna get the points. He's had 11 and nine points last week. I think he's gonna do something similar this week. I'm not necessarily starting him because you know who I have, AJ. Who's that? Jake Elliott. Jake Elliott has been like a it. machine. Last time they played Washington, two weeks ago, nine points. They played the Jets, 17 points. This dude gets between that 10 to 19 point range weekly. So, honestly, I have Jake Elliott. I'm starting him. But if somebody else has him on their team, which they might because he's ranked number nine, I'm looking at Badgley as the flex. I dig that. Actually, then I have, I have a kicker flexy as well. Um, I actually just picked him up this week because of the matchup. Drew Locke is supposed to start again. You know who I don't have faith in? Drew Locke. Of course not. You know who I do have faith in? Brandon McManus. Mm. They're going to play in a dome in L.A. against the Chargers. Divisional game. That all is a recipe for a high-scoring game. At least I personally think so. I think so, too. Um, Just the way that both teams have been playing on defense, I think it it should be, at least to me, like a 27-31 game. If that's the case, I expect at least three field goals from Brandon McManus. Whether it's in LA or with the Broncos in Denver, that dude has a leg. He does. So start him. I'm actually playing him over all right. Tyler Bass. I just dropped Tyler Bass for him. Well that's how strongly I believe you in You know, that. when it comes down to kickers, you're looking for the teams that can either have a good matchup against their running uh the running squad where they can't score a touchdown, such as Denver, right? They're not going to be able to score a lot of touchdowns, right. but what they can do is they can run the ball against the Chargers very well. Correct. Yeah, they're not not the greatest run defense. I can say that almost with some certainty. So, yeah, I'll say this week is going to be tricky. Um, yeah, I'll say, should we let these people go? I know Nick's not here. They missed their host. The hostess with the mostest? Yeah, we miss him too. Yeah, I'll say. Hopefully he does well with the home. COVID. He does. I'll say I'm, I'm hoping the best for him, pushing out some positive vibes his way. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we'll let you get out of here again. We apologize. This was, was shorthanded, not well thought out because we were kind of stuck in a position and we're, we're remote. Hey, that's something different. And apparently my mic isn't that good. So this will be something that's improved on next year, the following year. 
Because, you know, the 4th and 3 podcast, we're not going anywhere. No, we're not. We're staying here. And if you haven't told a friend, tell a friend, and we'll give you kudos. We might give you a shout-out. Yeah, honestly, we will. So send it to the email, the 4th and 3 podcast on Twitter at 4th and, not an ampersand, 3 podcast. Questions, notes, advice, give it to me on there. I've run that. Ooh, almost, almost four right there and then. Can't do that. Uh, but yeah, we'll let you get out of here from AJ. Peace out. Appreciate you following us this season. We'll be back next season and throughout the off season with just some tidbits. That's right. Jared, adios. AJ, peace out. Be safe. Happy New Year. Best luck in your playoff championships, gang, from 4th to 3.